This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Hi, welcome to Breaking Bread. This is a show where we explore food through culture, conversations, and a whole lot of curiosity. I'm your host, Lo Yi Jun, a food writer and recipe developer from the Jun and Tonic blog. We're still in the middle of the COVID-19 movement control order here in Malaysia, and that means I'm still recording at home. In fact, instead of a proper studio setting, I'm recording this in my wardrobe right now. I actually made a space for my mic in between my hanging clothes and I'm just sticking my head in. Uh, apparently, this gives it better audio quality, uh, so we'll see. As for this week's show, we are going to attempt something very different from our regular interviews with food businesses in Malaysia, because this week I am going to take you through a recipe, and you're gonna get to experience cooking it with me. Well, through audio at least. Now it seems that with people cooped up at home, a lot of us have been cooking for ourselves more now, and I know some of you might not have used the kitchen or the stovetop much in your home. But with the lockdown, with the MCO, it's a great opportunity to start to cook and eat better. I mean, we've seen plenty of people making Dalgona coffee on Instagram. I uh, wouldn't really call that cooking, but um, baby steps, baby steps. Um, but I've realized that on my blog too, I've seen a rise in traffic, especially in this recipe for brown sugar bubble tea I did about a year ago. I guess people are just craving the singfu、uh, tang or the alley fix, but all in all, people are learning to cook more, and I think that is a great thing. So I thought for this week, since I'm stuck at home and can't go out to interview food people around town, I thought I'd share one of my favorite recipes and basically record myself cooking in the kitchen. And I'll talk you through the process of making this dish, and it's kind of me pretending to be Jamie Oliver or Nigella Lawson at home in the way that I'm cooking and talking in the kitchen. Except that instead of a whole camera crew, that's just me speaking into a mic that's being held by myself,、uh, and I'm doing this all on my own. So needless to say, it was a weird experience, especially when it comes to cracking jokes to myself. But I think the audio is pretty compelling, and it was sort of fun to do.、Uh, so I hope you enjoy this episode. Today we are cooking up a miso mushroom pasta, like its name suggests. There are three key components that really make this dish. Number one, miso paste. The second, mushrooms, and last but not least. Of course, pasta. Now, this recipe is heavily based on Table and Apron Restaurant's recipe for the、uh, mushroom conchile, and Marcus and Asia from Table and Apron have so graciously allowed me to share this recipe with you all. So, for those of you who don't know, I did actually work at Table and Apron for a bit a couple of years ago, and that's how I know of this dish and this combination of ingredients. And until today, it's still one of my firm favorites to cook at home. Because not only is this recipe a truly restaurant quality dish, it also comes together in thirty minutes or less. So if you're a beginner home cook, this is an easy dish to whip up. But even if you're a seasoned chef, the combination of miso mushrooms in pasta, while it sounds pretty simple, 
is an unexpectedly complex and gives a lot of punchy flavors and it will surprise you if you've never had the dish before. And just before we start, if you're curious and want this recipe in full, you can find it on my blog at junandtonic.com. That's J-U-N-A-N-D-T-O-N-I-C.com. I just posted it up, so it should be the latest recipe on the site, but if it isn't, just search for miso mushroom pasta. So I hope this recipe helps you in your cooking, and if you've never cooked much before, I hope it gives you a primer into the amazing, exhilarating, flavorful world of home cooking. So let's head to the kitchen. Hello, testing, testing. Okay, now this is really weird. This is the first time I'm doing this, but we are in my kitchen and we're going to cook some pasta. We're going to cook some miso mushroom pasta today, which is, I guess, one of my go-to pasta dishes to cook at home because it's really quick and easy. And now with the MCO in place, I think this recipe will really help you guys. So let's dive straight into it. So step one, uh, before you do anything in the kitchen, wash your hands for 20 seconds because uh, we might have the virus. I'm kidding, but not really as well. <laughs> okay, so the first proper step one is we're gonna get some pasta cooking. I have a pot of water boiling already. And so the first thing you do is get a big pot of water to a rolling boil. And you add in some salt, quite a bit of salt actually, until it's kind of salty as the sea. Okay, let's add in some salt. Is it as salty as the sea? Let's taste. Almost there. Add a bit more. Okay, we should be good. And now we'll add the pasta in. And for the pasta, you add a portion around 100 grams for each person. I am using rigatoni here today, but really you can use any kind of pasta at all. So we'll just drop it in. Okay, that should be good. And make sure your water is boiling and give it a quick stir so nothing sticks. Okay, so I'm just gonna leave this here for around 10 to 12 minutes just to cook off until al dente, or actually Malaysians usually like it a bit more than al dente, so follow the packet instructions, but add on a minute or two if you like. Now, while the pasta is cooking, we are gonna go ahead and prep our mushrooms. Let's talk about mushrooms. Um, for this dish especially, mushrooms is one of the key components. Um, and really, you can use any combination of mushrooms. Usually, I like to do king oyster, um, orangi mushrooms, some shimejis as well. But I went to Jai Grocer yesterday, and I think because of the MCO, stocks are low. So all I've managed to get is some uh, shimeji mushrooms and some buna shimeji mushrooms as well, and some inoki mushrooms. And it should work. Uh, any combination of mushrooms should work. And let's just get prepping. So for the mushrooms, you just take them out and kind of trim 
the ends uh, for the shimejis. You just cut off the ends and they're pretty much good to go. Uh, I usually don't wash my mushrooms because they're usually pretty clean on their own. Um, and same for the inokis as well. Uh, I'll just cut off their ends and just tear them apart with my hands. Yo, there's some ASMR right here, but I'm peeling off the mushrooms. I don't know if you can hear it. I'll just pull them apart. Okay, once we have our mushrooms prepped, we're gonna saute them and uh, basically you get a pan, quite a wide pan. And you put it over a uh, medium-high flame. Let's do that now. And you put in around a tablespoon of oil and wait for it to heat up. The oil will start to shimmer, you'll see it. Okay, once your saute pan is hot enough, what you're gonna do is add the mushrooms, but not all of them, uh, just add just enough so that it kind of has space still to move around so you don't overcrowd the pan. I'm gonna add mine in right now. Okay, then you add a bit of salt and black pepper. And just let it sort of sear in the pan for a bit. Now, once they start to get some nice color to it and you smell a bit of char, uh, you're gonna finish it off with half a cup of vinegar. You can use sherry vinegar, uh, but if you don't have that balsamic works too, or even white wine vinegar. Okay, now I'm gonna set that aside and do the same with my second round of mushrooms. These are the enoki mushrooms. And I kind of like to separate them because each of them, they cook differently and uh, the time it takes to sear them off and color them is different. So I like to cook each individual type of mushroom if you're using a few kinds. Um, I like to cook them separately. But after that, you can put them all together in the same bowl after they're cooked. Now, once you're done sauteing your mushrooms, your pasta should be done boiling or uh, it might happen halfway through. Um, so take your pasta and drain it through a colander. Okay, and when you drain your pasta, just set them aside for a bit while you prep your other components. We are going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we'll continue cooking up this miso mushroom pasta. Stay with us, you're listening to Breaking Bread on BFM 
welcome back to Breaking Bread. Today's episode is running a bit differently because we are cooking up a miso mushroom pasta and you'll hear audio from my kitchen. So let's pick up where we left off. Now that we have our mushrooms ready and our pasta is ready too, we are going to move on to the final component, which is the sauce. Okay, so for the sauce, you're going to use around five cloves of garlic to two teaspoons of miso paste and three tablespoons of butter and also half a cup of heavy cream. Now we'll talk about the miso paste in a bit, um, but let's get to mincing some garlic. Now this will probably take a while. Uh, I'm probably gonna fast forward this tape, but here it is. It might seem like quite a lot of garlic, but I like my garlic, so if you wanna cut it down, feel free to, but I do like my garlic on the stronger side. So that's why I'm using five cloves here. Uh, for a recipe for two people. Now, once you're done mincing your garlic, we're gonna get the miso butter ready. Um, and so what is is basically is you get a bowl and you mix together some miso paste and butter. So for the miso paste, you want to use red miso paste, which is, which is a bit stronger uh, and more punchy in flavor because after it cooks, the flavor always mellows down a bit. So you would want the punchier red miso as compared to the milder white and sweet sort of miso. So you want the, the red and super salty, umami kind of miso paste. So I'm just gonna put that in a bowl uh, and I'll put two teaspoons and mix it together with three tablespoons of butter and whisk it together with a, with a small whisk. That's the miso paste. Now we add the butter. Yeah, my hands always get super oily when I when I portion out butter, so I'm gonna go wash my hands. Okay, now we whisk the miso and butter together. It'll be a lot easier to whisk if your butter is at room temperature and not straight out from the fridge. So whisk it until it's smooth and even. Um, it'll probably take around like a minute. Uh, it won't take as long as a uh, Dalgona coffee, don't worry. Okay, once we got that together, we are gonna start putting the whole dish together. So get a medium pot on, uh, on a medium flame and put in just a tablespoon of oil. I'm using the same pot that I cooked my pasta in before. Uh, just so I save up a bit on uh, washing. So you bring a bit of oil to heat up in your pot and you add in the garlic and let it sort of saute for a bit. Give it a stir so it doesn't catch and burn. And I'm on a medium heat here. Okay, you give that 30 seconds to a minute and then you add in your sauteed mushrooms. 
just another 30 seconds and then you add in the miso butter mixture. And finally your heavy cream. You're gonna add in half a cup of heavy cream for a portion for two people. Um, half a cup is around 120 milliliters. And just bring that to a quick simmer uh, and your sauce will be like really creamy and smooth and give it a simmer and a stir. Usually this doesn't need any more salt because the miso is salty enough and you've already cooked your pasta in salted boiling water and you also salted your mushrooms before. So at this point, it doesn't, it really doesn't need any more salt. Unless you are a real salt fiend, then maybe you want to add some uh, just to uh, adjust the seasoning. But at this point, we're going to add in our pasta. and give it a quick stir so every strand of pasta is coated in that creamy miso mushroom sauce. And we are pretty much good to serve. So you can serve this uh, in a big bowl or separate them into individual portions and just top them with a bit of black pepper and some finely sliced spring onion and a bit of cheese too if you're feeling like it but on its own the dish is already rich enough so i usually don't but yeah just serve it and i hope you enjoy it now that is it for the miso mushroom pasta it is a crazy flavorful dish with a simple execution but it actually has so much depth and punchiness to it that you never really expect from just these three humble ingredients. So if you made this at home, please tell us about it on the BFM website. And if you'd like to see the full recipe, you can find it on my blog at junandtonic.com. That's J-U-N-A-N-Z-T-O-N-I-C.com. It should be the first recipe you see, but if not, just search miso mushroom pasta and it'll definitely come up. If you're interested, I also have a bunch of other recipes on the site and who knows, we might make something else entirely from it next week. So tune in then. But if you can't be bothered to make this miso pasta, as I'm sure a lot of you are still very busy despite being at home, you can always order the mushroom conchile from Table and Apron 2. Until then, that's all we have for this week's show of Breaking Bread. To listen to more episodes, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, or visit our website, www.bfm.my. I'm Jun, and you've been listening to Breaking Bread on BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.